This episode is sponsored by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. One, it's free. Two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and pretty much anywhere people consume podcasts. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Hello, I'm Alexander Walker of the Fashion Collective Podcast. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. If you're a new listener, then thank you for taking the time to check us out. The Fashion Collective Podcast is a place for creatives to learn, share, collaborate, and support each other. Each week, you'll get in-depth interviews with creators talking about their creative process, inspirations, giving advice, and sharing their opinions on the major topics within the industry. Our mission is to create a space for creatives. If you have the time, I would greatly appreciate you taking the time to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Hey man, how's it going, Jackson? I'm doing well. Um, just been, you know, hunkered down in the house. Um, I just we were just talking, and I said I recently quit my first retail job, so I'm hoping not to have to go back to one of those for a while. Um, so I'm hoping to be able to put out a lot more content um, in the next few weeks and longer term as well. Um, but yeah, I mean things haven't been too bad. I really can't complain. Hey, exciting. And actually, like quite a few people I've had previously have all said like you're one of their favorite creators on on YouTube. So really, it's pretty, yeah, like oh a lot God. of people. So you know, very happy to have you on. Dude, I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much. I've I've been excited to just put out some content, and this is really a great way. I love hearing from other people as well. Yeah, you know, before we kind of get into everything, you know, can you just give like a quick little you know intro, like you know, what do you do and what you're all about? Yeah. Um, what's up, everybody? My name's Jackson. I am 17 years old. I am from the, the suburbs of Chicago. Pretty boring place, but I make the most out of it, I guess. Um, I've had a YouTube channel since 2017. So I was 13 or 14, and I started off making, you know, the, the sneaker hypebeast type stuff. And slowly over time, um, throughout high school, I feel like as long, along with my, like, sort of personality changes and maturing over time, I have really discovered fashion as a means of expression and knowledge. And just, it's such a beautiful thing to me. And over time, I've started to make more um, journalistic content, I guess you could say. Um, that's sort of a recent thing since lockdown and everything. I was sort of locked up in the house and was like, you know what, I am just going to pursue this. And I started making just a few like designer videos and things like that. And people seem to like them. So I've been running with that ever since and haven't been able to put out a whole lot of content lately. But that, like I said, I hope that ramps up a little bit soon. Yeah, I mean, we'll be getting into all of that over the course of the episode, you know, moving into segment one, you know, style ethos. Like, how would you describe your personal style? So this can be through a fit, the references you love. Yeah, well, I feel like it's a very cliche thing to say that you try not to put a label to your style or fit inside a certain box but I feel like that yeah. does apply to me um, in certain ways I feel like whenever I've tried to sort of fit a specific aesthetic or style and kind of put myself in a box I just haven't been as happy so 
I'm really still just dabbling in a bunch of different stuff, experimenting with different silhouettes, whether it be skinny, super wide, super vintage, you know, like boxy cuts and things like that. And I, I feel like I have sort of developed something that fits into my sort of everyday attitude. Um, and that can change every day. So some days I'll wear something very, you know, minimalist. Like I, people know that I love Helmet. Um, Helmet Lang is my favorite designer of all time. Just, I, I love how beautiful he made simple things. So, you know, some days I may be feeling something like that. Then other days I may be feeling something super over the top, like ham kiss. Like I just recently got this super cool um, ham kiss, like throw over type thing. Oh, as nice. a gift for my girlfriend uh, yeah. for Christmas. And that's one of my favorite pieces lately, just because it's out of my comfort zone in a way. Um, and it, it like, I like clothes that sort of distort the shape of the human body, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so I really like stuff like that. And also, I really like androgynous stuff, just sort of blending the lines between masculine and feminine. Um, I just feel like clothing really shouldn't have a gender. And I feel like too many people try to put it in a box like that. Um, so yeah, I just have really been trying out different things. I haven't been buying a whole lot of clothes lately. Just been trying to save some money because I will be, I mean, I'll be moving away this year because I will be turning 18 and I'll be going to college and things like that. So I'll need some, right. some funds saved up for that. So I have been saving up and haven't been buying too many clothes. But yeah, I've just been trying to, also keep a wardrobe that I think has longevity and that I will wear over time. Um, Very timeless than, pieces. I, yeah. Yeah. Even, I mean, like while cycling your wardrobe is definitely a great thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's the most important thing to me right now to get pieces that I think will stand the test of time and that I will wear that, that could even like live longer than me. So I think that's really important um, if you want to talk about like a sustainability standpoint. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I don't know how else to explain my style. No, I think you did a great job. Thank you. You know, moving into segment two, you know, what have you been obsessed with lately? You know, this can be, you know, brands, it could be movies, music, TV shows, books, articles. I have been obsessed with a lot of different things other than fashion. I've always been obsessed and I've just been in love with movies. Films and movies are one of my favorite things. I'm actually in like a, a film class in school. Um, I've been through that all four years of high school and I've learned a lot, but some recent movies that I've really loved are, I just watched this, I think it was two days ago. So Saturday night, yeah. Um, I watched Minari, brand new oh, Korean man. movie. I really want to watch that. I recommend it times a billion. Oh my God. It made me cry. Not many movies really? made me cry, but it did. Um, wow beautiful cinematography, beautiful acting. Um, and I just think it portrayed the situation really well. I don't like to give people spoilers, so I'm not going to tell right. you exactly what it's about, but I really love that. Is that an A24? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They always kill it. Yeah. Oh, always really. <laughs> oh, most times, most times there's some. Yeah. Most. Love, yeah. Um, another, I I've been waiting to watch this for a while, but I finally, um, watched Isle of Dogs. It's that stop motion um, Wes Anderson movie. Basically, I have never really been super into stop motion, but that one was really fun, really cute movie. Um, and I love Wes Anderson as a director, just his his style with 
all the symmetry and the color palette and things like that. So that was really great. And then taking a little bit of a darker turn in terms of movies, I watched Mother. Um, oh, that's a wild movie. Yeah, it yeah. was whew, not what I was expecting. I like to go into into movies not really like knowing what they're exactly about, just because I, I love being surprised, um, whether that's in a good way or in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, it can go both ways. But Mother was very disturbing, but very compelling. And I really like that. Let's see other things I'm into recently. I've been trying to read a little bit. I just I, I've been pretty busy, but I've been reading um, The Japanese Revolution in Paris Fashion, oh, which cool. is a really great book about um, basically how Japanese designers came in and sort of deconstructed the way Paris, the whole Paris fashion system works. Um, right. And they read they called Yoji. Yeah, it's about like Ray Yoji. Um, even they even talk about like Kenzo um, and Isemiyake yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so I've been very slowly, slowly reading that. I, I tried reading it a few months ago in the summer, um, and just I don't know. I I picked it back up and I've been slowly reading that through. I've been listening to music pretty much nonstop. Uh, lots of like indie folk emo rock stuff i'm very very heavily influenced by my parents in terms of that really yeah so they were really into the sort of emo scene in chicago in the 90s when they were um like in college so i listened to a ton of those bands um people like i'm just gonna put some of you guys on alkaline trio um <laughs> smoking popes really good like no none of you guys have probably heard of this stuff but it's really beautiful. Um, You're gonna you have to make the playlist out. and drop that in your in your next video, dude. Yeah, I I sometimes don't listen to playlists just because I feel like if I make a playlist for myself and just listen to that on repeat, I get bored of music. Um, so I sometimes I'll just put on an album or an artist, but I am definitely I literally just started putting together a playlist yesterday that I'm gonna yes. share with people. Um, so just stuff that I've been listening to recently. So stay tuned for that. Oh yeah, definitely. And my really, my huge obsession lately has been like nature stuff, like fish tanks. I have been obsessed with Oh yeah, I see setting it. up like live planted fish tanks. The place I was working at was actually a fish tank store. Oh really? So I was working in that with that stuff, um, which was kind of good, kind of bad, but I ended up leaving that. But it's just a really fun hobby. And I like having little like, pieces of nature in my room I just feel like it it adds so much life and character to a space and it gives me something that I it's very reflective of my mental state if my okay. if my stuff <laughs> yeah. is like like struggling then I'm like okay I really got to get on it and it gives me something in my room to kind of take care of um, and it's my sole responsibility and I feel like it, it helps definitely is it's meditative um so that's really fun do you definitely. have any fish in there or is it just going to be just plants or yeah so i have like really i have a small oh, guys like, school of fish um yeah i like to sort of take the attention away from them because like i feel like so many people like have like huge ones <laughs> yeah um, i like i like much smaller stuff but yeah that's been really fun um i sort of have taken a little hiatus from fashion for a while um but I've still been watching the homies videos you know like Christian Shibeta, Carson, yeah. Tommy okay. Pointer, the Fashion Archive, Io, all those guys um 
they've been they're just so supportive and they're such great guys and I love showing them support as well so yeah that's really it I mean I've been I mean when you're in the house there's a lot that you can do with your mind and I've been trying to stay occupied so same same here yeah <laughs> but those I are mean, some great you, you know moving into like the main topic you know your journey your career on YouTube and everything else I want to start from the very beginning very top you know what initially kind of got you into it I okay I'm gonna start way back to something I, I've never even really talked about like publicly like that got me into wanting to do this it was really sports and basketball so I was obsessed with basketball and Kevin Durant and I would want all the KD shoes so watching I would watch like sneaker reviews and like they were I think they were called like performance tests where they would like okay we're not even talking like bull or somebody like that we're talking about like real performance okay yeah exactly so those guys and I was I really loved basketball I was no good at it but I wanted to think I was so I would um, (laughs) always want like the coolest new shoes and I would what position say, were you were you point guard or no I was taller I had a really early growth spurt so I was like okay. let's say like five seven in maybe like sixth grade maybe or something like that I don't yeah. know that's pretty I was, tall yeah I was kind of tall um so I was like I guess I was a big man <laughs> not really I'm the skinniest <laughs> person ever but um so yeah I was I was in a basketball and I would watch those youtubers and then that led me to watching sort of the hype beast sneaker influencers. So like the whole um, Yeezy wave, the whole, you know, Jordan, I mean, all the sneakers were really what caught my eye. And my dad was into that stuff as a kid because he played basketball as well. So I sort of got back into it with him as well. And then I started, my first video was, we went on like a family trip to LA and I made like a quote unquote vlog, but it was horrible. (laughs) <laughs> didn't even say like a single word but I was like yeah I was just I was very young I was very impressionable I basically followed whatever caught my eye and I thought was cool and that just happened to be it that led me to like I said discovering over time as I got older I sort of got into like quote-unquote underground street streetwear brands so there's a few guys that are from Chicago that had brands that I liked and I just they were just like you know hoodie brands nothing like yeah. super wrong with it but it's what's called my local community yeah yeah exactly and it, there was a little, kind of a little community around that and then that led me to discovering those guys like Jacob Wallace and Avery and Fernando and all those guys and I realized hey like I can really maybe maybe I don't know how to explain it maybe that this hypey side of me isn't really like what I want to do in my true self so um, I found I just started looking up pretty much every fashion thing I could and I realized that fashion could really be a way to express myself and I realized that maybe I wasn't that maybe I had room for maturity so I started I think I just started making like streetwear pickup videos and like the the regular you know rating outfits stuff like that and Then over time, as I started to look more into the whole designer history and fashion as an art form and things like that, I have really just become totally captivated by it. And I started making like designer profiles. I did like a sort of how helmet laying collapsed or whatever. And um, ever since then, I started a little 
we do live streams. I don't know if you'd really call it a podcast. Some people want to call it a podcast, but that's fine. Yeah. We started my friend, Jacob, Alex, and Christian, three great guys. Absolutely love them to death. Um, we started just doing some live streams. Uh, we do like random topics. For a while, it was like every week or two weeks. And then we all just had life catching up to us. So we weren't able to put out a whole lot of content for a while, but that's starting to pick back up. And I just have had so much fun with it. I've met so many great people. It was so crazy when the people that I started, that I had been watching for a long time, mm -hmm. like slowly started to become like my friends, like Karsten. Yeah. I had been watching Carson's videos since he started making videos. And then one day he was like, hey, you want to do something together? And I was like, holy shit. Am I actually like being noticed by Carson right now? It was right. like a fanboy moment. Now Carson's like one of my greatest friends in like the whole fashion scene. So yeah, yeah. really great guy. You know, he was on the pod too. So that was really nice to have him on. Yeah, for uh, sure. But yeah, I mean, just going back, I mean, you, you know, started in like what, 2016? I think your earliest video that's still up is like from 2017 yeah uh, i i did delete some of them but i've been trying to keep as many of them up as i can t like physically stand because <laughs> yeah. um i just feel like it's important to show that See i was always like yeah i wasn't always this sort of fashion guy i was into other things and it was a journey as well i um, mean even though i might not be proud of that stuff anymore it's not my not my proudest moments, but I still like to. Oh, leave you're it still up. not into those like human race NMDs and Yeezys. Ooh. Ooh, how to lace them? I don't right. know. People people still want to know how to lace their shoes, which I find pretty interesting. But do you ever go back and just kind of like check them out, or you just kind of like out of sight? <laughs> I do. I don't know why I do, but sometimes I just look back, even at the ones that I've like unlisted or put on private or deleted. Like I'll just look back at it once in a while, and I'm like. You know what, maybe now, like myself now, maybe I'm not as cringe as I actually think I am. Cause I could I could be a lot worse than I was at one point. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean it's crazy. I mean, yeah, as you said, like your channel has, you know, grown over these last few years. I mean, when I looked, I was like, wow, like you're you've accumulated over like one and a half million views. I mean, that's like insane. And, you know, as I said earlier, like a lot of the content creators I've had on have said like you're one of their favorites, like, which is yeah. That's really crazy to me. I literally have no idea that that was <laughs> like a thing. I didn't know people actually like what I put out. Um, but in terms of your videos, I mean, you have like, I think you're probably most known for, you know, originally for like the pickups and like doing stuff like that. You know, I know you said you haven't been picking out that much lately, but you know, anything that you would want to, you know, tell people about, are you saving that for the video? Yeah. Um, I recently picked up the new hoodie that my good friend Tommy Pointer put out, um, aka Dick Owens, uh, meme page on Instagram, <laughs> if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, but he put out a really cool, like vintage inspired hoodie that has like a sun fade, very nice, heavyweight, um, has like a waffle thermal liner. Um, and I just, I've, I love it. I've literally been wearing it like every day since I got it. So I really love that I could support him while also getting a piece that I really love and that I think will really last long for me. I'll, I mean, something like that really doesn't go out of like my sort of style. I also, like I said, I got that ham kiss pullover as a gift. Shout out to my wonderful girlfriend, Gabby. Um, she got nice. that for me. Also, I got an Isi Miyake, uh, like fuzzy sweater that oh, I really nice. love. Yeah. Um, I just really love knits and sweaters in general. So I really love that. All this stuff is just like in like black and gray and 
no crazy colors. So I just, I don't know, just, just because it, it meshes well together with each other and I can't really go wrong with it. So I, yeah, I, I haven't really been picking up a whole lot, but Ooh, one thing that I did just recently buy that I'm waiting to come in the mail is the Craig Green ghost shirt. So it's like a, yeah, sort of like a camp collar, I guess. And then it has like a sort of faded like print of a like tank top on top of it. Kind of ironic, but I think <laughs> it's cool. Oh, that's cool. Uh, where have you been, you know, looking at, like, where are you been shopping at? Like online retailers and, or, um, I, I mostly do everything secondhand. So, um, Grailed, eBay, John Flip, shout out to John Flip, new hey. platform up and coming. Uh, I've been looking on there and just like uh, friends, Instagram pages, like if they throw something up for sale that I, that catches my eye, I'll usually go through that just because, I mean, also supporting my friends in a way. Yeah. I'd Have you ever do thought about doing anything like that? Like starting one of those like know ig secondhand pages i i have just because sometimes i do put a lot of stuff up on my story for sale but i i don't know if i did do it i would want to find a way to make make it feel like i'm doing something special in a way i guess and i don't exactly know how i would do that so for now i don't i don't think that's really in the near future okay and then just in terms of, you know, has it changed like how you pick up things in the last year or so? Like, are you just like contemplating each purchase more? Or are you picking up less? Yeah, I've, yeah, like I've been definitely picking up less and definitely also contemplating each purchase more. Like yeah. I'll sit on it for a while before buying it. Whereas before, honestly, before quarantine and stuff, I would just sort of, you know, I'm going to try this right now. And if it doesn't work out, I'm just going to get rid of it. But I sort of don't really agree with doing that anymore just because I at a certain point I was buying a lot and I was just wearing it for a little bit and then selling it and while that does still give the garment like a new owner and a new life I just would rather not go through that and sort of just yeah think a little bit more about what I'm buying and if it's really gonna last me in the long run before I wouldn't even look at measurements sometimes like that's a total I think I know what it is I know my size like yeah, seriously. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, you just assume things and a lot of times that wouldn't work out either. So I just pay a lot of attention to things, definitely pay attention to the measurements and things like that and make sure that it's going to fit me how I want and that it's going to also fit into my wardrobe how I want. Right. I, next, I wanted to share some of my favorite pickups that you've ever done or shown on your channel. Okay. I think it's just cool. be like a fun thing to do. You know, yeah, the first definitely. one is the bare knuckles knit that you had, oh, um, yeah. was really nice, you know, Dude. That was so, I don't know. I was so scared to wear that because it was so delicate and yeah. it was just like too beautiful for me. So I did end up moving that just because, you know, I would wear it. I really wouldn't wear it very often, but I honestly regret selling that so much. When I look back at pictures of it, ooh, I miss it because it was the softest garment I've ever felt in my hands. And really, I really love that. And I know it goes for crazy amounts on Grailed. Um, it does now hmm. I, I think so like i'm pretty sure i saw it for like you know pretty like maybe double or triple oh, retail or something like yeah it was pretty crazy have you got anything else from bare knuckles um i had the flared they were like flared pants that had like a layer of so they were on the seams they had like a layer of white underneath that would fray um so the, the oh, threads okay. like frayed underneath that um i ended up those didn't fit how i wanted them to just because it's hard for me to find pants sometimes because I need a small waist and a, a long inseam because like I'm basically all legs. I have like a short torso and long legs. So either pants are 
too short but fit me in the waist correctly or they're too big in the waist and they're too long right and they were too i mean they're too short so those pants the bare knuckles pants were too big in the waist and they were too short for me as well so i i couldn't keep them dang but you know a really great brand i you know shout out to jacob and cole for what they've been able to do yeah definitely they're super cool um and they're jacob's also in that group of people who sort of initiated me into fashion yeah i i love that that sweater so much and i kind of regret selling it <laughs> it is what it is yeah you never know you might pick it up again yeah who knows you know moving into the next one you know ground cover boot really mm-hmm. great boot you know how have they held up Did you saw them actually i i do have them and i wear them probably every either probably every other day i'd say i wore them to work and things like that and i would wear them all the time but I went sledding in them, not even thinking like I thought they would be they would hold up fine. But I think like the friction with like the snow and like a high speed or something, it totally wrecked like the toe cap. Um, So it's like, yeah, it's like really frayed and white. Um, It's like thinning out, which was really disappointing, not gonna lie. And other than that, like the laces have been kind of getting torn up because they have like metal hooks that you can like like hook the laces through. Yeah. And that has over time sort of worn the way, worn the laces away, but that's not a big deal. I mean, I can always get new laces and just swap them out really quickly, but the, the toe cap issue is a pretty big disappointment, but I, I reached out and Avery actually got back to me pretty quickly and I'm working on either getting a repair or something done or just figuring out how I can sort of mask it because it's sort of like, it sticks out like a sore thumb. Okay. But I yeah. mean, that does kind of bring into, you know, in that video, you got to, you know, got the chance to interview Avery, you know, how was that? Yeah, that was really crazy. Honestly, I just had, by the way, I, I still absolutely love the boots. I wear them every day, even yeah. like when they look like that. But um, I just emailed the like ground cover support email. I didn't know it would be him even. I just sent like a bunch of questions just saying like, I don't know, just throwing it out there. If you want to respond, respond. And Avery got back to me with like super lengthy answers and it was really crazy because like it ended up just actually being like a an interview like a conversation and I got some yeah yeah I got some really good um insight from Avery into the process behind the brand and just what went into making those boots in general and I think that is what really made um the process of making that video so fun is just that like I got a response and it was it was really cool um so yeah shout out to Avery great guy yeah I mean he's a really cool guy I actually got a chance to meet him we actually went to the same college and I remember I was sitting in the library just doing my homework and like I had the corner of my I'm like is that Avery (laughs) (laughs) I was like and then I just like made I think he saw me make eye contact with him and I just went over there I was like hey are you like Gear Gear or like Avery yeah yeah. people still don't even like know that's a thing (laughs) exactly and we actually sat down we talked about fashion it was was a really cool dude that's really cool what college did you go to Uh, i went to iu indiana university oh okay i didn't even know he went there wow yeah so it was pretty random i was just like doing my homework and saw avery and actually had a cool conversation with him cool yeah we're pretty close then because i'm just over the the state border yeah chicagoland that whole area <laughs> yeah my specific town there's not a lot whole, not a whole lot goes on so i'm i'm looking forward to college yeah do you i mean kind of getting into what i was gonna talk about later but like do you see yourself kind of like pursuing you know, a career in fashion and going to school for that yeah so i 
applied to some schools both in Chicago and New York. My number one choice would probably be FIT just because of the environment. I have visited there and I just really love the campus. I love the location. I love their library. Ooh, they have a really good library. Um, so that's like the only school I've actually gotten to take a formal tour of. And maybe that's why that's my number one choice, but I'm waiting on that. But my second choice would probably be DePaul in Chicago. Uh, both yeah, my parents cool. went there uh, and I would probably be pursuing like communications um, just because that's a pretty broad thing that I feel like can be applied to a lot of different things. Um, but I definitely, definitely, definitely would want to work in the field of fashion in one way or another. Um, my exactly. dream job in fashion would probably be like a director for like how the, everything's online now and there's like films, uh, like fashion films being made. I right. would absolutely love to make a fashion film. Yeah, I've been really loving them. I saw Alu Walia, who I talked about in the, one of my yeah. previous episodes. I mean, what she did with one of my favorite artists, I mean, just to showcase the newest collection, I thought it was you know, brilliant. Yeah, that's really an amazing thing that's come out of this whole pandemic with fashion is the way that people are getting creative and presenting their stuff. Um, and just seeing like full on like short films being made just to showcase clothes, it's that would be like my dream, basically, because it's my two, my two basically, yeah, I guess my two passions that would be merged into one thing in a perfect world that would happen. <laughs> hey, I think you can do it. You know, moving to the last, you know, one of your pickups, it's kind of outside of clothes, actually. It's the System Magazine, you know, especially yeah. about the one with Yoji on it. Yeah, that that's really great. I like I love that it had. So the interview was basically rick owens interviewing yoji yamamoto which was really interesting and not Insane. very yeah seriously like some kind of like utopian crazy like <laughs> never once in a lifetime thing um i thought it was just really cool that two of you know two designers that are really popular right now and two designers that i really love their work hearing them interview each other which is just something you don't get super often um, and there were also some other really great articles in there. Some stuff about like a modeling agency that just like picks really like peculiar looking people off the street. And they built like a huge book of just people who sort of go against the grain, which was really cool. Yeah, that sounds amazing. So yeah, I love reading fashion magazines and fashion books in general. Is System like your favorite? Do you have another like actual favorite? I couldn't really say that System is my favorite because I've only I've only read one issue from them. They are a bit pricey, so I haven't really gotten to pick up another one. I'd love to though, um, but I have just I don't know just general fashion books. Like I read the Comme des Garçons book. I read um, the Margiela Women's Collection book. I read a few other ones, and I I don't know. It's just so so different holding a tangible book in your hands than reading articles. Uh, it's really I feel like it's more of a rewarding experience. Definitely. And I've been meaning to read the Margiela, uh, the Margiela book. And yeah, great. I'm in the process of developing, you know, a fashion magazine with Ray and our guy Drew. Oh, so. Uh, so I know it's, you know, it's a lot of work that goes into uh, <laughs> yeah. creating those. And it's, you know, that's what we want. We want something that's like very tangible that people can have and hold and, you know, really love. Yeah. I don't know how I just forgot to mention this, but also the, the high fashion talk zine was really great. Um, yeah. YOLO actually sent it out to um, me and the Honest Faction guys to 
do a quick little like book talk about uh, and it was really fun to do it and they, it was really well done I will say it was really well done and the fact that he got such high profile people um, to be interviewed was really crazy yeah that's I mean that's amazing yeah you know another huge section of your channel is dedicated to what you were talking about earlier you know these analysis videos you know that which have become really popular you know deconstructing Ray Kawakubo's, you know, CDG collections, mm -hmm. you know, designer profile and Craig Green, you know, talking about, as you said, the decline of Helmut Lang and, you know, you know, especially coming from someone who loves what he does, you know, you have said like in the past, like, you know, Bliss Foster is one of your favorite, you know, channels, you know, did watching his videos kind of inspire to do these more like analysis videos? At first, I will say, yeah, but more so, honestly, I would say IO had a, a bigger influence on me. Uh, I really love his whole attitude and his approach to things. And also that he's making a fashion magazine. Um, yeah. It's just really crazy to see, not crazy, like it's not surprising because I, I know like him and I know that he's so great at what he does, but it's really amazing to see like people that I know creating things like this and it makes it feel possible um, to create something real like that. And, He's had a huge uh, influence on me and he's really inspired me to sort of kick my kick my game up a notch in terms of that. Yeah, I had him on. He was like one of the very first guests I've ever had on. Yeah. He's such a really cool guy. I mean, what he's been able to do, he's so knowledgeable. Yeah, seriously, love him. Yeah. You know, what do you think about, you know, more fashion content creators kind of making more, you know, informative content? I think it's really awesome. I mean, I feel like it is, it sort of comes with, people realizing that having the clothes themselves is not that necessarily what it's all about. Sharing knowledge and sort of, I don't know how I would say it, building a little community of people who really appreciate the knowledge and the history behind things. And even just figuring out the why behind the what, I feel like people have really started to realize that that's important. And I think it's really cool. I mean, I think it will continue and I think it definitely has longevity because there's no shortage of information out there and yeah. that can never really run out. And I think it's really cool to see something I'd like to do as well. And something that I think is really cool to see is that people just have their own opinions and they're not afraid to sort of voice them and they get together and sort of share each other's opinions and they might not always agree, but it can really it can be a rewarding experience to not only watch one person talk about something, but watch multiple people give their own own perspective on that same thing. Um, Starts a discussion. Sort of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is there any topic that you really want to get into on your next video? Like, is there any analysis video that you want to make? Um, I have the notes all up and ready and I just have to film it, but I have a Kiko Kostadinov video up soon. Gosh, yeah, amazing. Um, yeah, seriously, just because I, I really love how eccentric everything is. And honestly, I love, I almost love the women's wear side of things um, more with Laura and Deanna Fanning. Um, yeah. Better than the men's wear right now. And they just put, they're about to put together their last season. And I'm just going to basically do a, a Kiko like designer profile video. So I'm, I'm looking forward to filming that. I haven't gotten the chance to actually sit down and film a video in a while. So that's going to be really exciting. And uh, yeah, I'm honestly probably going to sit down and do that sometime this week. So that's coming soon. Very cool. Yeah. You know, moving into the final section, you know, talking about the podcast-esque 
series that you do with your friends, you know, how did this come about? Like, how did this get started? It all moved so fast. This was so cool. I mean, so I was sort of going through a slump and Alex Maximenko, who is one of the people that we do the, the live streams with, DM'd me and he was basically like, hey, I run an archive page and, uh, you know, at first I was like, archive page, that's overplayed. Nah. And then like, you know, I, I, then I looked into his stuff and he w- did these full length write-ups on every single piece that he sold. And I was like, wow, this guy really knows his stuff. And he turned out to be my age as well. And we just agreed on a lot of things and our minds aligned in terms of a lot of the ways we think about fashion and the ways that we really value the sort of knowledge behind the things and, and stuff like that. And he, I just really um, agreed with what we, what he did. So then we hopped on a quick Instagram live and chatted for a little bit. Um, and it was my first time actually like, I guess, I don't know if he was necessarily interviewing me, but we were more just talking about fashion um, and it was really cool. Right. And this, that was my first time really talking about fashion in sort of a, from, from a, an, an opinion, either opinion based or actually something with a whole lot of substance. That was the first time I'd actually really dove deep into what goes on behind fashion. And then after that, we were like, we should do this again. So we decided, so then, then he grabbed his friend, Christian, who, um, is archive threads on Instagram, also another archive page. They right. both do these full length write-ups on the designers and the specific pieces that they sell, which is really cool. So he grabbed him. I grabbed Jacob, um, who is one of my best friends in fashion. And he, um, at the time he was up and starting a, a label of his own. So I thought it'd be really cool to have the perspective from, the perspective from sellers of clothes and the perspective from somebody who's actually designing clothes and putting stuff together. Um, right. So we, we basically just all got together on that and we hopped on an inst- or a, a YouTube live stream and it was pretty awkward at first, which I'm just naturally sort of an awkward person. So <laughs> it was a little bit of a, a bumpy start, but we really started to become friends and we started to, you know, FaceTime outside of that stuff. And over time, it's just become sort of like hanging out on over zoom and people watching and we can, we interact with the live audience and having people in the chat is a really, I never realized like the importance of having a chat sometimes. So like if we're talking about something, somebody will bring up a totally different perspective from ours. And I feel like it adds a lot to it. Definitely. Yeah. And I'm really excited to keep putting more stuff out with them. Would love to, transition over to other platforms as well so like audio, either audio only um even maybe like an online blog we were thinking of doing at a certain point right so i'd love to grow with them some more um they're really great guys and it's so much fun to do that with them yeah i think it would be really great you know very enjoyable to watch you know looking to you know the future of your channel you know what kind of videos are you gonna be making like do you have any changes that you want to make to the channel Yeah, one thing that I also have coming up and something that I want to focus a lot more on is highlighting um, creators, whether it be like designers or brands or other YouTubers, other podcasters like yourself, things like that. I want to sort of play the role of interviewer um, and have 
my channel sort of be a spotlight for people who I think deserve a lot more attention and um, yeah. sort of being on the opposite end of the spectrum that I've been on um, sort of recently. So like I've been interviewed by like, you know, like Pair of Kings, great guys, um, and my fashion them. talk and yourself. And it's been really cool. And then I'm just thinking like, I think it would be really cool to be on the opposite side of that. And um, so I, I actually have a video, my next video that will come out, which is already edited and almost all set to go is a, an interview with a New York based unisex jewelry brand called Create Freedom. Oh, and cool. um, they're really cool guys. I love their message so much. I'm not going to say too much about it because of course I want people to watch the video, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Go check that out. Hopefully by the time this podcast is out, that video is up. So they're really great guys and I hope to get that out soon. So I would just really like to start sort of playing the actual role of a journalist and in interviewing different kinds of people. Very cool. You know, seems like you have a lot of exciting stuff in the works, you know, you know, where can the people follow you? So you can find me on YouTube at Jackson Cray, one word, just my full name, nothing too crazy. Um, and then on Instagram, I'm also at Jackson Cray, but in the Jackson, there are no vowels. So it's J-C-K-S-N-C-R-E-A on Instagram. Yep. And that's really the only two social medias I'm on. Um, don't really take part in Twitter or TikTok. I just haven't really had a whole lot of great experiences with that. So I'm just on Instagram and YouTube for now. So that's where you can find me. Yeah. Nice. And everything will be linked in the description. Hey, thank you again, man, for coming on. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was super fun. Um, we'll definitely keep in touch. I hope you enjoyed this week's guest interview. If you enjoy the content in the podcast, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on social media to stay updated on all new podcast episodes. You can follow us on Instagram at The Fashion Collector Podcast. You can follow my personal account at alexwalkerph. You can follow us on Twitter at TFC underscore pod. And with that being said, I'll catch you all next week.